Hey guys, welcome back to Hashtag Stories That Speak. Hope you guys are staying safe. Today we have with us another friend of mine, Manan Mehta, who is an acclaimed musician and composer. He has been taking formal lessons for Western classical piano since the age of 12 years and has also been certified by Fortado School of Music. He is currently involved in live music performances, background scores and composition of original music. He'll be conversing about his interest from his unconventional career, the road which is often less travelled. Welcome, Manal. Hi, Janvi. First of all, many congratulations to you uh, on this new venture you have started. I think it's a great way to exchange ideas and share the knowledge. So, yeah, first of all, many congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, to begin with, let me start by asking who or what inspired you to start a career in music? So my father is also into the same profession and uh, so that's the reason music was there in the house since the very beginning and I was exposed to a lot of good music uh, since birth you can say. So it all started at around that time only, pretty much that time. So when I when I was around six months old and you can just say that I, I had just learned to sit. So at uh-huh. that time my dad used to make me sit with him on the keyboard. And I just used to bang the keys. I didn't know anything, obviously. I didn't know anything to play. Mm -hmm. But I just used to bang the keys. But still, you know, there was some kind of osmosis which was happening at that time. That, not in the consciousness, but in the subconsciousness, some kind of music was getting in. Mm -hmm. So, that's how it all started. So, if you ask me that from what time do you play or when was the first time that you hit a keyboard, I I just can't say because I don't remember. So that's how it all started. And then, you know, at around the age of three or four, I could, you know, play songs by ear, play a couple of tunes. And I used to play almost anything I heard. Maybe a song which is on the television or maybe some advertisement or even my doorbell. I used to try to imitate that on my keys. So that's how it started. It was all fun and games initially. And uh, when when my dad saw me playing these uh, tunes or songs or whatever you call it at that point he realized that this this guy has some kind of you know sense in melody and he can actually you know understand the notes and stuff so that was the point where he initially started my music training so in music he is my first guru and he you know taught me the basics of piano and also introduced me a lot of good music and good artists so that's how it started then as you mentioned at the age of around 11 12 i started my uh, formal western classical piano lessons and also gave a couple of trinity college london exams so uh, the next step in this field was you know to go out and perform in live uh, musical concerts so the first time when I played on a stage was in 2011 and I was pretty excited for it and uh, I, I knew that I'll be playing on the stage for the first time. The excitement was, you know, it, it just increased as the day was coming closer. But I'll tell you this one thing that after the show happened, the next day I was completely spellbound. Because uh, realizing a fact that, you know, you are getting to play on a stage is one thing. But that moment when you actually see your own spot and your own little space, which is given to you on that stage, it makes a very big difference. So 
you know at that point when i did my first concert i i, I was very clear in my head that you know this is what i want to do and it can't be anything else so you can kind of say ki uh, that was the point where i knew that music is the thing which i'll be doing for the rest of my life that's great okay so what has been that impetus which sort of inclined you towards music and not a 9 to 5 stable corporate job and when did you realize that you wanted your passion to become your profession so as i mentioned my father is into the same profession and as a kid or specifically as a son you, you you know you always look up to your father and you want to be like your father someday so i had been observing him learning from him following his footsteps since the since the childhood as i mentioned so when this thing came up that what i want to do in my life was you know very clear i didn't have to take any you know like career counselings or anything like that because it was very clear for me that this is what i want to follow initially as i said it was more of a hobby or a passion or something i just you know loved to do in all my time but when i saw my father that you know you can simultaneously have fun and even make money out of it you know mm-hmm. i i just had it all very clear in my head that this is what i want to do and obviously you know as you mentioned a 9 to 5 job or working in a corporate environment it has a lot of benefits like you know you you get this job security and the salary part of it and the finances are a bit more stable which is you know many a times discussed and i feel that you know there is a little bit of uncertainty which exists and today you have work there's no guarantee of tomorrow so yeah all that is there but if you see on the brighter side first thing is that when you are working you don't feel that you are working so that's one very big advantage and secondly when you don't have a fixed income either you'll earn a little less than what a fixed average income would be or you'll earn a lot more than that so you know there's there there are both possibilities and i believe that uh, you know if you uh, go the right way and if you have the right approach to work with people around you i think uh, it's very much manageable to strike that balance bit by bit everything falls into place how was your transition yep. from the physical to virtual platform during these unprecedented times the transition which happened was you know a necessity because in this covid 19 thing all the live events and everything has been cancelled so artists have been heavily impacted and you know going through a financial crisis and things are not that good so obviously this transition was something which had to happen at some point in time uh if you asking me then i used to initially i used to take piano classes at my own place so you know my students used to visit my place and it it was not a virtual thing but uh, as soon as this thing started i think one or two months went by at that point i with with a couple of students i just gave it a try that how things are working because initially i was a bit unsure i didn't know that uh, this thing could be carried on virtually or no so i just gave it a try and uh, i figured out that you know there were hardly or i should say there were no compromises at all compared to the way we were carrying on earlier and now so mm-hmm. online classes and everything is definitely a good good opportunity right now for me 
and secondly i've been doing some live streams and you know just trying to collab with different artists because uh, that's the thing which we are doing right now and one thing i guess which is a learning lesson for all of us is that you can't depend on one thing like which is the live shows there has to be other things which uh, you can have your back yeah back so, option always helps yeah yeah it's it's a necessity because you don't know at what point in time what can go wrong so yeah that 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 has been a learning lesson and you know we all artists are just trying to support each other in these times and just trying to you know maintain that kind of unity going to the digital teaching that has taken place i believe that students from you know remote areas are able to approach desired tutors or artists in different cities like mumbai or any major cities correct me if i'm wrong yeah no definitely that thing is happening that uh, people from different cities are uh, taking you know online lessons from people or artists who are in mainstream or uh, you know who are who are working here in mumbai but otherwise they are not approachable maybe because of the distance or because of their very busy schedule so yeah that thing is definitely happening and you know from the time that i have expand, expanded my classes to online platforms i have i have been getting inquiries and students from various cities all across india so that is that is one good thing that uh, you know physical boundaries is uh, no limitation uh, at this point um in addition i also believe that the commute time is absolutely zero and one can also learn from the comfort of his own home yeah that that's definitely there and you know the level of productivity also increases because you know you don't have anything else and you are in your own comfort zone and you are getting lessons from you know your maybe your dream mentors or some or someone like that because as i told you in normal circumstances approaching a well established artist might not be that easy and uh, yeah that thing is happening right now uh uh-huh. so amidst all these trend in western music do somewhere feel that indian classical music is fading away to some degree yes partially the answer would be yes because uh, you know before all this globalization and you know till the virtual world came into existence all we had was indian classical music and the the whole audience which is there was captured by one or you know the regional music or the classical music or the folk music everything which existed in in india now what has happened that people have a lot of options they can you know uh, go towards the western music which includes this pop rock or hip hop that kind of music or indian folk music regional music or classical music so definitely people have a lot of options and that is the reason that you know the audience if you if you you know you it in quantities so the the audience has been distributed but uh, i some somewhere you know i believe that it also has one very good advantage that there there are a lot of uh, new things which we can incorporate in our music there's a lot of fusion stuff we can work on and we can improvise on and between the eastern culture and western culture a lot of uh, you know ideas are exchanged so now you know you 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 might be seeing a sitar player playing along alongside a drummer 
that thing is happening a lot now and if you know if it's done in the right way it can really turn out to be good so even it's it's not just that we are influenced by the western world the western world is also highly influenced by indian music there are a lot of people from the united states or uk who are coming all the way to india to learn tabla and you know maybe harmonium the way they did in the indian classical style so a lot of ideas are exchanged and i think that uh, it's kind of working both ways yeah definitely and uh, we are not only exchanging you know a lot of ideas but uh, even collaborations are happening between you know western artists and indian artists and obviously you know when maybe two people of such different backgrounds such different musical backgrounds when they come together the thing which you get is is not something which uh, you'll normally get from a certain place so obviously the the fusion music which is happening right now that is a great thing so uh, coming back to the question in terms of the audience definitely it has been impacted and the audience ha- has been scattered but musically i think we are, we all are learning a lot from each other i'm sure the listeners would agree to this we hope that all the time <laughs> <laughs> So where do you see yourself in the next ten years? And as a musician, what is your definition of success? Well, ten years is a lot of time. My uh, ultimate goal at this point in music is, you know, being a music director. I want to create my own music. I want to share my own music with people. So that's something I'm looking forward to. And uh, yeah, maybe in ten years' time, I wish to be at a good position doing that. so for the second thing you asked me about success so on a personal level success as a musician for me is entertaining the audience if the audience is happy then i think you are a successful musician so how do you deal with disinterested audience that can happen at times not always the audience is disinterested but yeah i mean if if you are playing at a club at times that can be the case so i think one option is ignorance ignorance easily plays the trick but uh, otherwise you know you can make a few attempts to kind of engage them or you know just call out them before every song you play we do that at times but ultimately if the audience is disinterested then it's not a very happy sight to see but then we just have to do our job and you know get done with the show how about you playing something for listeners i think it would be fun definitely i'd love to so this is one song can't help falling in love by elvis presley it's one of my current favorites and i hope you all like it
this was so good and undoubtedly soothing thank you again for joining in this really gave an overall insight to the world of music if you guys like this podcast please share it amongst your friends and family to help me reach out to a larger audience also if you all have any feedbacks or want to share your story you all can connect to me on the platforms mentioned in the description box see you next time with another exciting and captivating podcast till then take care stay safe stay healthy thank you